You are listening to the audio preaching podcast from Heritage Baptist Church in Corpus Christi, Texas, led by Pastor Johnny Che. Our church is dedicated to serving Jesus Christ and reaching the world by going forward with the gospel. We pray that you will be helped and blessed by this message from God's Word. Thank you, ladies. You got the crowd going. That's good. Amen. Yeah, yeah, seriously. We need to pray for Miss Daniela. When was the due date? When is the due date? The ninth. Okay. You got got time. Twins are stubborn. Twins are stubborn. Don't worry about it. Be praying for Miss Daniela, Miss Ashton, Miss Danielle. My goodness. It is exciting to see the church growing in that way. And uh, we're working on, we're going to need to break down another wall in the nursery to uh, get more space. But that's, that's a good thing. It's a good problem to have. It's so depressing when you go, when you go to a church and there's no kids. It really is. A sign of a healthy church is when there are kids there, the next generation there. And we are praying that Heritage Baptist Church is a place not just for us, but for our kids and for our grandkids. I hope to be a help tonight. Proverbs chapter 3 is where we'll be. Let's stand once we found it. Proverbs chapter 3. A simple principle from God's word on this matter of obstructions. Father, please bless the preaching and the reading of your word tonight and let this not only be something that falls on our ears, but something that sinks deeply into our hearts. I know that some need this now, and I know certainly we will all need it in time. So whether this is a prescriptive message or a preventative message, please let it, let it be effectual in our lives, and we ask this in your name. Amen. Verse 5 and 6. Let's read it all together. Verse 5. Trust in the Lord with all thine heart, and lean not unto thine own understanding. In all thy ways acknowledge him, and he shall direct thy paths. Thank you. You may be seated. God bless you. I made a mistake in my pre-service study. I always try to read through one final time before I preach. And the mistake that I made is starting to look through other passages of Scripture that would also give this principle. And oh my, there are so many. I could take you to Psalm 18. Pretty much the entire Psalm 18 is this principle. I could take you to the verse in Psalm 119 where he says, Thy word is a lamp unto my feet and a light unto my path. So many other times in Psalm 119 where he talks about something is in my way, something's in my way, but when I listen to you, you help me. No matter who you are, you will not live your life free of obstructions. If your life is a road that begins when you're born and ends when you die, that road will not always be smooth. It will not always be open. It will not always be straight. All of our roads wind. All of our roads curve. All of them split and dip and climb at certain points 
in their route. All of our roads contain potholes of stress and intersections of decision, stones of heartache, logs of distress, roadblocks of enemies, and billboards of distractions and temporary pleasures. We all face obstructions, obstacles that stand in the way as we try to follow God's will for our life. The 95-year-old faces obstructions. The 5-year-old faces obstructions. The 95-year-old's obstructions may be decaying health, fading memory, forsaking family, loneliness and despair. The five-year-old's obstructions might be a bully on the playground or fear of school or junior church or conflict with the sibling. But they are obstructions just the same for both of them. Obstacles that stand in their way of moving forward and following God's will for their life. I'm confident to say you will face more obstructions in your life than you will face open road. Where you come from doesn't spare you from obstructions. How much money you have does not spare you from obstructions. How educated you are does not spare you from obstructions. Your possession of skill and your possession of cunning does not, does not spare you from obstructions. If you have siblings in your life, you will have obstructions. If you're an only child, you will have obstructions. If you're single, you will have obstructions. If you're married, oh my, you will have obstructions. If you're empty nesters, you will have obstructions. If your quiver is full, you will have obstructions. If you're in elementary school, you'll have obstructions. If you're in high school, you'll have obstructions. If you go to Bible college, you will have obstructions. If you go to secular college, you will have obstructions. If you don't go to college at all, you will have obstructions. If you're in a growing church, you'll have obstructions. If you're in a dying church, you'll have obstructions. Worst of all, if you're in a maintaining church, you will have obstructions. If you're a new Christian, obstructions. Long-time Christian, obstructions. Now, I could spend a lot of time naming all of the different obstructions that you might face. And you're supposed to do that as a preacher. You're supposed to apply it to where you are. Usually, I go through the directory and I think, okay, what obstructions might so-and-so be facing? What obstructions might so-and-so be facing? And I could spend a lot of time. I, I would certainly miss some, but I, I would hit some right on the head. But I'm just going to assume you know what your obstructions are. And rather than spend all my time naming all these obstructions that you may face, I'm going to assume you know what they are. And so I'm rather going to spend my time showing you how you can overcome these obstructions no matter what they are. That is probably a better use of the time. Whether they are big or small, new or old, expected obstructions or surprise obstructions, I am going to give you a principle that will teach you how to overcome them. Because I am afraid, I, I see obstructions in, in your lives now. I could go through and I could put my hand on many of your shoulders and say, this is what you're dealing with right now. And I know that you're dealing with this obstruction and this obstruction. Or I can see 
within six months, you are gonna be dealing with this obstruction. It's not because I'm super smart, it's just because I, I pray for you and I watch. And I'm afraid, I'm afraid of how some of us are responding to our obstructions. If we just respond to our obstructions in the natural way, it's not gonna be good, okay? And I am afraid when I see how some of you are responding to your obstructions now, it's not going to be good. And when I observe it now in practice from some in this very room, certainly when other people run into it, we might run into the same issue. So let's deal with it now. Whether you're dealing with obstructions now or you're gonna deal with them later, let's deal with it now with a principle that we find in Proverbs 3, verse five and six. And here it is. Follow God's instructions and he'll deal with your obstructions. Follow God's instructions and he will deal with your obstructions. Trust in the Lord with all thine heart. Lean not unto thine own understanding. In all thy ways acknowledge him and he shall direct thy paths. David in Psalm chapter 18 is saying, I was surrounded by enemies and I have this and I have this going on and this and this and this and this, but I have kept your word. He says, I've kept your word. I followed your precepts. And then he says these really cool things. Through you, I've run through a troop. Through you, I've leapt over a wall. I have obstacles. I have obstructions in my way, but I, when I just focus on your word, everything Everything is taken care of. Listen, when you come upon something and you don't know what to do, many of you put all of your energy where you don't know what to do and you neglect what you do know what to do. You run into an obstruction with your marriage. Oh, we're hitting a rough patch. And so your response is to focus on this rough patch that you have so much that you won't even come to church anymore. Wait, wait, wait a second. Why are we going to put all of our energy where we don't know what to do at the expense of what we do know what to do? Some of you are going to run into an obstruction at work and it's going to distract you and it's going to stress you out and it's going to depress you and all those different things. And you focus so much because I, I don't know what to do. You don't even read your Bible. That's what you're... Don't stop what you know you're supposed to do just because you run into something that you don't know what you're supposed to do. The instructions of God's word are not affected by the obstructions of your life. The obstructions of your life do not negate the instructions of God's word. But it is natural to come upon an obstruction and get so distracted by the obstruction that you forget your instruction when if you would just focus on your instruction, your obstruction would be taken care of. Now it's natural to focus on the obstructions because they have to be dealt with, do they not? Yes, we need to get past them. We need to move on past them, around them, under them, over them, what, whatever it is, but forward, forward, forward. We need to get past them in order to continue following God's will for our life. But when, here's what I'm trying to teach you. When you deal with your obstructions, it will lead to your destruction. There is a way which seemeth right unto a man, but the end of thereof are the ways of death. So heed the warning here. Trust 
in the Lord with all thine heart. Lean not. When you wake up and you think, this is a good idea, no, 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 no. If angels could appear in the room and scream or, or grab their trumpets and sound an alarm, no, 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 no. Lean not unto thine own understanding. In all thy ways acknowledge him, and he will direct your path. The best way to deal with your obstructions is just to follow God's instructions. Okay, let's be real. Sometimes God's instructions are scary. Think of the Israelites and the obstruction of the Red Sea. Sea before them, mountains beside them, army behind them. They are faced with an immense obstruction that they need to get past. God's instructions, fear ye not, stand still and see. <laughs> I, don't know, I don't know how long they had to stand still, but I'm sure it felt like an eternity. But then, what are God's instructions? Cross over. And we just, we just picture, you know, Charlton Heston skipping across. And, and yeah, it's a, it's a really cool story. It's, it's an incredible story because we, we know the end of it, right? I love going back and watching the, the Blackhawks from season 2010 and 2013 and 2015 because I know we win. So I, I like watching those games because I, it's, I can get into it and everything. This is really cool. It's a really cool game because I know the end of it. So we know they cross over and everything's cool. You need to put yourself in their situation. The kids aren't like skipping through the Red Sea. That's a scary situation. This has never happened before. You need to put yourself in their shoes. When God says, fear ye not, stand still and see, that's hard. Cross over, harder. But not one Israelite was lost that day. They didn't even get their toes wet. And the entire Egyptian army is defeated. Follow God's instructions. He'll deal with your obstructions. Peter, step out of the boat and walk to me. What about the water and the winds and the waves? And I don't have my floaties. <laughs> Follow God's instructions. He'll deal with your obstructions. Sometimes God's instructions are scary. Go to Bible college. It was scary for me. And the Bible college was based in the church I grew up in. Some of you got to move. Sometimes it's scary. Break up. Answer the call to preach. Take the next step of faith. Get out of the boat of your comfort zone and walk closer to me. And you think, but Lord, if I do that, so many things can go wrong. Follow God's instructions. He'll deal with your obstructions. You do what's right, 
and let him deal with what's wrong, okay? Sometimes God's, there's a lot of moving going on. Let's focus in here, okay? Sometimes God's instructions are scary. Sometimes they're illogical. Now, I'm not saying that to be irreverent. You obviously know even the foolishness of God is wisdom with man. I'm speaking as a man. Sometimes God tells you to do something and it makes no sense. And if God was in front of you, you would argue. Gideon has this obstruction of an innumerable Midianite army in front of him. God's instructions, send home the 22,000 that are scared. You know, you know, Lord, I only have 32,000 to begin with. And I mean, that's cool. That's, it's, it's, it's nothing to be ashamed of, I guess, you know, a 32,000 man army, but they, their camels are innumerable. And you want to send 22,000 of them home. That only leaves me with 10,000. Yeah, you're right. Let's whittle it down to 300. You still have too much. Oh, and by the way, put down your shields and pick up a trumpet Put down your swords and pick up a pitcher. Brother McKee, stand up for me, okay? If you were overseas and I came up to you and I said, give me your assault rifle. And here's a bottle. You would probably say, well, I know I'm going to take at least one out. (laughs) But don't take away my rifle, right? Okay, thank you. You can have my gun when you pry it from my cold, dead fingers, right? Oh, and put down your bows and your spears and pick up a torch. Lord, this is not how you win battles. This is illogical. And yet Midian was decimated that night. Follow God's instructions. He'll deal with your obstructions. Joshua is faced with the obstruction of Jericho. God's instructions, walk around it in silence. Don't say a word. One time each day for six days. On the seventh day, what do we do on the seventh day? Pew, 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 pew. Mortars? No, no, no. On the seventh day, walk around it seven times. No talking. Oh, and then once you're done, shout. Okay, Joshua was a soldier. That's not how you conquer a city. And yet, Jericho, you know what happened. Follow God's instructions. He'll deal with your obstructions. Joshua is faced with the obstruction of AI. We can handle this one. He didn't follow instructions. It led to their destruction. Sometimes God's instructions are illogical. Lord, we have this financial strain, and I don't know how we're going to make it. Tithe. Okay, I can't make it with 100%, and you're telling me to go down to 90. That's illogical. And he says, prove me now herewith. Or you have kids, and they're stubborn. 
Lord, I have this obstruction of my child's strong will. God's instructions, spank them. Okay, that seems illogical. Aren't they just going to rebel against that? Follow God's instructions. He will deal with your obstructions. We have some strong-willed kids in this church. But we have some strong-willed parents in this church, too. But yeah, we have some strong-willed kids, and they're all boys. No, not all boys. Most of them are boys, and they all have a name that starts with H. (laughs) Haddon, Haven, Holden, Hudson. Those four, and and those aren't the only ones, okay, but... (laughs) We have some strong-willed kids here. And I'm not saying this to embarrass her, but, but Miss Amanda came up to me and my wife not, not long ago. Probably many times. Many times, many times. But what am, I supposed to, what am I supposed to do with this? And we saw, this is what the Bible says, and this is what the Bible says. And, and you, you know what? This, this was new to Miss Amanda. This was new to her. And you could see it. She okay. We'll give it a try. We'll give it a try. And she has. And she's put it into practice. And slowly but surely. Okay, so Haven now will run up to me. Pastor, pastor, pastor. Give me a hug. I, 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 love, I love you, Haven. I love you too. He even, he, I said I love him the other day. And he, he leaned in and he kissed me on the cheek. A year ago, he was punching me. He'll still do that. But he's getting better. She's following God's instructions. He's dealing with the obstructions. The other day we get a text that they're out on a walk and Haven, Haven goes off where he's not supposed to be. And so Amanda says, you come back here right now. And Haven immediately starts running and says, mama scary, mama scary, mama scary. <laughs> I felt like the emperor, good. <laughs> Everything is proceeding as I have foreseen. <laughs> Your kids need to fear you. And that's, what's, that's what spanking will do. God knows what he's doing. Follow his instructions. He'll deal with your obstructions. Oh, but they're 16 now, so I'm going to take away privileges. Spank their behind. But it doesn't hurt them. It's not about pain. It's about submission. We're not going to get off on that. You deal with the obstruction of trying to build a church. And you understand Jesus builds his church. But, you know, there's effort. There's work that goes into it. And you want to see the church grow. His instructions, tell them the truth. Tell them the truth. Okay, that seems illogical. That's why all these people, let's give them what they want, not what they need. Let's tell them what they want to hear. Let's have a Burger King, have it your way, Pizza Hut, build your own thing. Jesus says, you follow my instructions, I will build my church. Follow God's instructions, he'll deal with your obstructions. Sometimes God's instructions are dangerous. Esther is faced with the obstruction of Haman and the threat of death if she goes into the king's presence uninvited. God's instructions, go in uninvited. And spare the Jews. If I do that, I will probably be put to death. And yet Esther survived, and so did the Jews. And Haman was hanged on the very gallows that he had planned 
For Mordecai, follow God's instructions. He'll deal with your obstructions. Paul is faced, read through Acts, when the, when the, when the book shifts from the focus on Peter and James and John to Paul. And that man is constantly dealing with the obstructions of the Jewish leadership standing in his way of preaching the gospel. It's over and over and over and over again. God's instructions head toward Jerusalem, the headquarters of these Jewish leaders. And the church warned Paul over and over, don't do it. Don't go there. Are you insane? You're dealing with obstruction here. In Samaria, and Judea, and in the other most parts. What do you think is going to happen when you go to Jerusalem? But he followed God's instructions. Now, now think of this. Following God's instructions brought Paul stoning, court trials, arrests, beatings, shipwreck, a snake bite, and prison. But here is how the book of Acts ends. Paul dwelt two whole years in his own hired house and received all that came in unto him, preaching the gospel of the kingdom of God and teaching those things which concern the Lord Jesus Christ with all men, with all confidence. Here are the last words of Acts. No man forbidding him. Follow God's instructions. Sometimes God's instructions put you in harm's way. Go to the mission field. And the mission field that he calls you to is a violent area. But you will be safer in God's will in that violent area than in a penthouse in Beverly Hills out of God's will. Take a stand at work. Sometimes that'll put you in harm's way. Take a stand at school. You're going to get persecuted. You might lose your job. Avoid the family parties. Do you understand the heat that that's going to bring on? Yeah, it might put you in harm's uh, harm's way. Follow God's instructions. He'll deal with your obstructions. Oh, but if I go to the party and I deal with this, if you deal with your obstructions, it's not, you're going to lead to destruction. Okay, just follow his instructions. He'll deal with your obstructions. Last one. Sometimes God's instructions require great patience. 120 disciples facing the obstruction of the religious people of Jerusalem. You know, the ones who just put Jesus to death. And we have just been commanded to preach to them first. God's instructions, tarry ye in the city of Jerusalem until ye be endued with power from on high. Wait for the promise of the Father. That obstruction will be overcome, but not yet. Not yet. Be patient. Sometimes God's instructions require great patience because before he'll deal with your obstruction, he'll deal with you. And as much as we can say that the steps of a good man are ordered by the Lord, the stops of a good man are ordered by the Lord. If those disciples would have tried to evangelize Jerusalem in their own power, how do you think it would have gone? 
But because they followed instruction, God dealt with their obstruction. What does Romans 8.28 say? For we know that all things work together for good to them that love God, to them who are called according to his purpose. All things, including obstructions, work together for good to them that love God. How do we prove our love for God? If ye love me. There was a pilot flying in a storm. Couldn't see anything. But he called the tower and he's about to land. And the pilot starts freaking out. Because the tower says, you know, okay, you need to lower your altitude to this, speeds to this, and flaps to this. I, I'm not speaking pilot jargon, but, you know, all that stuff. And lower your, your knots to this and engage this knob and pull that lever and tote that barge, lift that bale, all that stuff, right? I'm cool, I know, I know. And the pilot kept saying, I, I'm, I'm going to hit something, I'm going to hit something. I'm going to hit something. I need to pull up. I need to pull up. And finally, the, tower, the man in the tower said, if you would just be quiet and listen to me, you are not going to hit anything. And the pilot said, but I can't see anything. And the man in the tower said, if you give me your ears, I will give you my eyes. When you can't see anything, you can't see how to get past it, the Lord says, you give me your ears, I'll give you my eyes. I don't know what your obstruction may be, but follow God's instruction, no matter how scary, no matter how illogical, no matter how dangerous, no matter how restraining they may be, and he will deal with your obstructions. Thank you for listening to our audio preaching podcast. For more information about our ministries, or if you would like to get in contact with us, please visit our website at heritagebaptistcctx.org. May God bless you as you go forward with the gospel this week.